Expectant parents always have it in the back of their minds. What if something goes wrong? Unfortunately, pregnancy complications can cause prenatal loss and result in stillborn deliveries. This is Josh Charman with Novant Health, Healthy Headlines, and here with me to discuss how bereavement photography is being used to help families with a grieving process is Cassie Gregory, a registered nurse on the labor and delivery team at Novant Health Forsyth Medical Center. Stick around to hear tips on what family members should and should not say and do in times like these. We start each delivery off with the goal of healthy mom, healthy baby. We write that on our boards for the goal for the day, but it does, unfortunately does not always turn out that way. Um, sometimes women come in knowing that they're going to have a bereavement situation, and some women it's completely unexpected. Um, so we do our best to care for every family, the parents, the siblings, the grandparents, everyone. We have an excellent bereavement program here with multidisciplinary team members. Um, we work together, we meet regularly to make sure we have everything we need for these families and that we can make this the best possible experience and outcome for what is going to be the worst outcome of their life. Sure. What kind of services do you guys offer? Um, so with our bereavement program, we have things like photography, we have footprints that we can do, we have foot molds we can do, um, we have outfits we can dress the babies in and blankets, teddy bears, um, we even have some stuff we can do for siblings, um, literature, and just even being there for these families, calling pastoral care if we would like to, baptisms for the babies. We do our best to make sure these families have everything they need. And you guys even do something around Christmas? Um, we do. Um, every delivery, we take footprints of that baby on a wooden heart, and we save them. And at Christmas, we mail them out to the families um, to be an ornament for their tree to remind them that we care about their babies and we're thinking about their babies year-round. Even after they leave here, those babies never leave our hearts. So I understand you were a former ED nurse, emergency room, uh, and then you moved to labor and delivery. That's correct. Uh, but why bereavement? How did you even get involved on this team? So when you are in your orientation on labor and delivery, you always have an, a bereavement orientation as well because you never know when your patient that you're going to care for that day is going to be a bereavement case and need your services. Um, and then after working here for a while, after the training I went through with that, I decided I want to, wanted to be part of our bereavement program here. So I became part of that team and learned a lot more with that. Been to a conference over bereavement and learning to take care of these families better. And then um, joined some, got trained on our Little Lights photography program as well. Yeah, what is that? So our Little Lights photography program was developed in 2016. Um, it's a nonprofit started here at Forsyth um, where we have a professional photographer, professional grade equipment that trains our staff here and then me and the other program coordinator, Addison Oswalt, we hold training sessions every other month where we can train staff from any of the women's services departments to take professional grade photos of these babies so that these families have beautiful photos to remember their babies by for their entire life. And then we gently edit those photos by a volunteer. Um, this is an entirely volunteer-based program. So we have a volunteer editor that gently edits those photos because we want those moms to get these photos of their baby exactly how they remember them. We send them out um, and then they have full rights to their photos so they can have these beautiful photos of their babies for their entire lives to remember them by. So you were at the bedside as a nurse 
and you decided to get really a lot more involved in Little Lights, right? Because you, it was hard for you to call in a photographer? That's correct. I did not like developing a relationship with my patient and my family and then having to call in a stranger to come take the photos for them when it would be a lot more comforting for that family and a lot more um, continuity of care for me just to be able to take them. So that was the big push I had within myself to decide to become um, a part of the Little Lights program as a photographer. And then later I developed more interest in wanting to help make sure the program ran smoothly. And that's when I became stepped up into a program direct or program coordinator position. So where do you take the pictures? We take some of the pictures in the rooms with the families. Um, we do those like lifestyle photos. We try to keep it very natural. Mm -hmm. Like it's just this mom loving on her baby and or this dad loving on his wife who's just been through this and just try to be very natural. Don't look at the camera, just be natural. Talk to your baby, love on your baby and we'll snap a few photos. Um, we also try to do a couple with like mom's hands or dad's hands in the picture. But then we also have a special room on the unit we can bring the baby to just the baby by itself and take more studio style photos, which turn out really lovely. And we have some props we can use, some blankets, some teddy bears. Um, we do have appropriately sized teddy bears for our smaller babies. And those look really adorable too. And a lot of those props are donated, right? Yes, um, almost everything in our bereavement program is donated. We have companies that donate um, wedding dresses that have been made into small dresses for babies. We have stuffed animals. We have um, hats and sometimes socks, sometimes clothes, blankets, um, headbands, angels to put in the boxes. We have all sorts of things that have been made with love and donated to these families. I can't imagine how emotional that is. How did, what inspires you to do it? How do you come back every day? Um, how do you get through it? Um, it is really hard. Um, you lean on your fellow coworkers a lot, and we sometimes all hold hands and cry, and that is completely normal. And sometimes it's good for your patient to see that you care enough to cry, um, but the good outweighs the bad here. You might have a terrible day, a terrible outcome, and you did everything you could to try to make this a great experience for this family. Um, but then the next day you have a great family, a great outcome, and it kind of outweighs it. Um, but it's also fantastic to take care of these families and know that you gave it your everything and your all to make this horrible experience the best it could possibly be. We only have one chance to get this right for this family. We can never go back and do this again and they can never relive how they felt in this moment. So we try our very best to make it a remarkable experience for them. Yeah, do you see any good that comes out of this? I know it's a weird question to ask, but there is a lot of good that comes out of our bereavement program. We, their studies have shown that good bereavement programs and good bereavement photography even can help immensely in the healing of these families. Um, I personally have, have had a family that came back to me and said, this was so amazing for me. I want to make stuff and donate to your program. We have families that receive the dresses that are made out of wedding gowns and say, where can I donate my wedding gown to be made into this? I want other families to have this as well. So I think our our program helps so much with the healing of these families. So in situations like this, I find that family members just don't even know what to say. Um, and I'm sure it's hard as a nursing staff to come in there and know what to say too. How do you prepare for situations like this? What advice do you have for family members? It's very hard because you do have to read your family and read your mom and your patient and see how they're feeling. In our 
orientation, we have a list of things that are very inappropriate to say and very appropriate to huh. say, but sometimes it still is more about reading your mom. That might not, even though it's um, something that would be comforting to one mom, it might not be comforting to another. So my best advice is just to be there for that family member. Be there for the whole family, the mom, the dad, the siblings, the grandparents, the aunts and uncles. Everyone loved that baby equally and everyone grieves differently. So what the mom needs to hear might not be what the dad needs to hear, but they both need support. So just be there and love on them and whatever they need in that moment, try your best to be there and give it to them. What's the biggest life lesson you've learned since joining this team and working on this program? Um, I think the biggest thing would be just be a good person. It doesn't take a lot of effort to be a good person, and these families can feel it when you really mean it and your heart is really in it when you're caring for them. And, I mean, I hug these families sometimes. I pray with these families sometimes. They can feel it when you are putting your all and all your love and all your heart into caring for them, and that makes a huge difference. Remarkable work. Thank you for sharing your time with me today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Parents should never have to bury their children. And if it's happened to your family, I'm truly sorry for your loss. I take comfort in knowing that there are people like Cassie in the world to provide love and support in times like these. For more practical health tips and information, search Novant Health, Healthy Headlines. Don't forget to rate us, review us, and subscribe to us and all of the Novant Health podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, or anywhere you choose to listen to us. Until next time, thanks for listening.